What does a home decor and fragrance micro-influencer have to do with B2B tech marketing? Well, you'd be surprised. Sometimes, a company finds what they're looking for in the most unlikely places. And today, that's exactly what we'll be exploring on Momentum, a podcast by Jotform, where we talk about the technology, productivity tips, insights, and best practices that help us move forward in business and in life. Let's get started. This is Elliot, your host, and today I am here with Jotform's very own Kimberly Polito. If you've watched any one of our numerous product videos, you've probably seen her. We have hundreds of tutorial videos that she has personally been in. Uh, she is a micro-influencer who now works for us at Jotform full-time, and I couldn't be any more excited to share her story today. So, Kimberly, welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. It's great to have you. Um, so, before we go any further, I think we should define what a micro-influencer influencer uh, really is for those who, who might not be familiar. There are varying levels of social media influencers, of course. You all are familiar with them. Um, anyone who has social media probably probably follows one or multiple. Um, they range from mega influencers, people who have like over a million followers, to nano influencers, people with less than a thousand. Um, and bigger doesn't always mean better, especially for you know a niche industry um, where the goal is to sort of maintain kind of an engaged following who's actually taking constructive things away from your content as opposed to just falling for the, the fame or celebrity. So you are right sort of in that uh, sweet spot, I think, of uh, being a micro-influencer. You have just over 10,000 uh, subscribers as of now on your, your channel, The Fragrance Collective. Um, and I think it's a really interesting story how you went from that to being noticed uh, by us at Jotform, you know, a B2B tech company, um, to then working for us full-time and sort of how that came full circle and your unique role here um, and the skill set you used from your micro-influencing days, which are still ongoing, um, to now working for us. So let's start at the beginning, I would say. Um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your background and kind of your YouTuber YouTube journey, um, and we'll dive into how that all translated to you being here right now. Yeah, for sure. So I think it's really funny because before I started my business, I never did video. I never really had a reason to do video. So um, once I joined my company, I noticed the other successful people in my area, like in my field, all of them were doing videos. And I was like, you know what? I should probably figure out how to do this. So I, I started my channel back in 2012, and I just consistently added videos. And if you go back to my beginning videos, they were horrible. <laughs> when I'm going to check. <laughs> but... Over that time, it was really just about adding value, right? Sure. Giving more than I take and really showing people how I was doing my business and how I was seeing success. And I think that's where a lot of the subscriber count came from, right? They they saw that I was showing them exactly step by step, pretty much what I do here at Jotform, how yeah. to do something. And so they know that whenever I upload a video, it's most li likely going to be something like that. I'm going to teach them how to do something to take away to make their business better. Yeah, absolutely. How did you, how did you get involved with with uh, Sensi to, to start? Yeah, so um, back in 2008, someone had brought 
the products into the company that I worked for at the time, and I had never heard of it before. And I thought, this is really neat. So I ended up purchasing it, and at some point, I was like, you know what? I think like, I want to buy some more, and I couldn't find anyone that sold it. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to... I'm just going to join so I can get all of the products myself. I can smell all the scents. And it pretty much just took off from there. It, I, there was no intent of making it a business. Mm-hmm. It just it just took off like crazy from there. That's often how the best businesses start. I know, I think, it and, is. And it is. who are in them. Um, there must have been a learning curve when it came to the actual video aspect of it because that's an entirely different skill set than running, managing, starting uh, a business. So how was that process for you? Yeah, so pretty much everything that I do, I am self-taught. Like I, mm-hmm. I Google, I YouTube, of course, to try to figure out how to do something. But in the very beginning, it was very raw content. So I just shot the video, no editing or nothing, and I just put it up on YouTube. And over time, I was like, you know what? There are some spaces, and I can make this video short. I can cut that down because I want to increase my watch time. So I pretty much taught myself how to edit and split and make it shorter, take out the likes and the ums and the, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that, cut that down. Yeah, and so... I think that is also one of the reasons why people like to watch the videos because they know as soon as I hit that record button, they are going to get content. It's really compact and they're able to to get what they need from that. Yeah, definitely. I think it's kind of unique coming from a perspective like that because the the mega influencers, they sort of have whole teams that help them with with video production. Then you have, you know, in general, you have people who specialize just in in video production, like our own, like Patrick or Francis behind the camera right now. Um, but then you kind of have to merge these skill sets so you're confident enough to produce that that finished deliverable asset, but you also are doing everything on the front end too, uh, which I always thought was a, a cool aspect of like successful sort of micro influencers because they have to to be at that level. You have to show competence in doing both of those things, and I always thought that was that was pretty cool. What would you say uh, was the key to really building up the subscriber base and the success? I know you mentioned it a little bit, like they relate to you for for the content. Content, but at what point did something start to really click and you started to really see that subscriber uh, count grow? I think it was when I switched from making videos for my customer base to making videos for other consultants in my company. Because from, from there, of course, there's more customers out there, but building that know, like, and trust factor with other consultants was was really, it was easy to do whenever I was creating those videos. So it kind of switched into creating the really edited videos and how to run a business because it kind of like that, that factor of if I know something and I know it can help someone else, why am I going to keep it for myself? Sure. So that's, I just started putting it all out there. And once I started doing that, the subscriber count went up. Really yeah, fast. yeah, and you always have uh, no. You always have really good engagement on your videos. People seem to really appreciate what you're what you're putting out, and I think a lot of that is what you're talking about, kind of the the trust of it. Right. Um, that you kind of you know your stuff and you relate it to the audience in a very straightforward um, way. I mean, that's one of the reasons that we sort of found you and uh, kind of appreciate what you brought to the table. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit um, shortly here. But what would you say was the most rewarding part of kind of your micro influence? or journey for the years that you were on it and are still on it? I think... I think it has helped me 
to build my team even more because with the company I'm with, people end up leaving, right, mm-hmm. for certain certain reasons, like for me, family or other things. Um, but they're able to come back in the future. So if they followed me before and they thought, you know what, Kimberly, she knows what she's doing. She has really good content. I'm going to, you know, come back and be under her. Then I think that has probably been the most rewarding thing is just giving, knowing that in the future, it'll come full circle back. Boomerang effect. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Would you say, prior to joining uh, Jotform, how much of your time would you say was devoted to kind of making the content and curating it and maintaining it? Probably, like, from start to finish on a weekly basis, maybe, like, two to three hours. Nothing crazy. Yeah, it's honestly not as much as I would have guessed. Yeah, no, it's not. It, and in the beginning, of course, it was probably more. But now, like, I know exactly where to go, what to do. And it's it's a really easy process to kind of get that yeah, stuff across. Definitely. And, of course, um, you know, working in, in sort of your niche, you kind of know everything right. that you're talking about. Like, right. there, there's probably some research you have to do, maybe not a huge amount. So you're able to just kind of get up there and, and go. I'm sure that changed a little bit uh, when you got to Jotform and suddenly had to start researching uh, all of this. So <laughs> let's pivot to that sure. right now. Obviously, now uh, you're here working at Jotform, and it's kind of an interesting story how that came about, um, again, from your particular niche that you were uh, a YouTuber on to, to us finding you. Um, I believe it, it started because you did a video about Jotform on your channel, totally un- unprompted by us. We had no idea it was going to happen. Uh, but I think that was uh, how it first began. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. And that's kind of like the concept is like whenever I'm using something for my business, I want to shoot a video for it. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, and Jotform was one of those things. And it was, I think it was an integration with PayPal that I did a video on. It was back in 2017. Yeah. I was in my kitchen. I was in my pajamas. <laughs> so I, I think that right there is, is something... Like, if you are watching or listening to this and you think, you know what, like, what I put out there, it doesn't really matter. It does, because Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what you put out there. It's the value that you can bring, because who would have thought that a video that I did in my kitchen in my Mm -hmm. pajamas would be, like, seen by the company that I did? Yeah. So you never know. You never know. You, never you know. put it out there. You never know what will come back. <laughs> no, but I, it makes sense because we were, uh, it was a couple of years ago at this point, we were starting to ramp up our, our video production, uh, put some more emphasis onto our, our video marketing efforts. Um, and as we continue to roll out like products and all this sort of stuff, we were sort of looking for someone who could make videos about Jotform, whether for us, uh, like on our channel or even on another channel. So we kind of started doing, you know, from our perspective going through and doing sort of an audit of uh, people who were already making some videos about Jotform. And in doing that, uh, your video came up surprisingly high on the YouTube uh, search results for for Jotform. It's like, hey, you you spoke about it well, um, you connected with your audience clearly, there was good engagement. So when we were sort of going through this process to bolster our video marketing, we we saw you and uh, we were like, well, hey, maybe we could use this kind of um, to our benefit and, and to your benefit. And that's when and I remember we reached out to you about making some sponsored job form videos where, you know, hey, that video a few years ago, we really liked it. Can we pay you to do more like that and, you know, keep engaging your audience in this way? Because we think it's a think it's a good use case. That was the the second step sort of was us finding you and then asking you to do a couple sponsored videos on right. our behalf. 
And then, um, and then we start asking you to do videos for, for our channel. I think that's where it really kicked into gear for you a little bit, because up until that point, it was everything relating to your audience. Right. And suddenly you had to start doing research on like job form products and tools right. and, and everything else about uh, our ecosystem to then put on our, our channel. And I'm sure that was a bit of a learning curve for you. Yeah, for sure. And whenever I got that email, I was like, is this real? <laughs> like, who is this person? Like, mm -hmm. I, like, I need to do some research. I need to do the Google. Uh, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this real? And I was like, this is just crazy. Um, but yeah, having to, because whenever I use Jotform, I'm very specific and I use very specific mm -hmm. things. So whenever I was asked to do videos outside of my wheelhouse, yeah, I definitely had to take the time to try to figure out how how to do the things that were being asked of me. But of course, it's job form. It was super simple to figure out. The easiest form builder. Look yeah. at that. No code. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, because um, like I mentioned, the first few videos were, were related to your audience and in your wheelhouse. But then because we just like your, your delivery, um, we started asking you to do like videos that had sort of not as much to do with your core audience and more to do with ours because we actually wanted to start posting you uh, onto onto our channel. Yep. Um, and then you did a great job of obviously killing the research and um, coming through with really high quality videos. So that's when when we really were ramping up our marketing efforts for, for video um, within the last year even. Uh, that's when we had the discussion. We were looking for a role that we wanted to fill and we realized it was exactly what you were doing because we wanted someone who could talk about the technical aspects of our product um, and do it in a way that could engage an audience, keep them uh, interested, but also break it down for them cohesively. Um, and that's just a lot of different skill sets that you're bringing into play because we didn't want to have to script everything. And that's something I think is cool about what you do because we don't need to actually write a script for you and yet you can still put together like a really polished professional uh, presentation, which again is kind of pulling from I think your skills uh, as a micro influencer, because that's what you've been doing for for years and years up to that point, right? Yeah. So it was a really natural fit when we thought about it. We're like, why don't we just uh, ask Kimberly to come on full time? And I I remember that discussion that we had. I think you thought we were gonna say something different on that call, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I was gonna mention that if you didn't say that. Whenever I I was freelancing for a few mm -hmm. months, and whenever you guys said, "Hey, we want to jump on a call with you," I was like, oh, "Man, this was." great it's finally come to an end so that, i mean that's okay like it six was or ten fun. videos for us at that yeah. point yeah and i was like well this is really fun i'm glad i had the you know the ability to say i was i did this yeah and they're like would you like to come on full time i was like that is not where i thought this was going yes <laughs> let's talk surprise, more about I this hope. yeah for sure um what would you say you know kind of holistically thinking back uh what skills really transferred from your micro influencer days and what was especially new about starting this you know full time um where now this is just like your your job you know 40 hours a week what have you uh what was the biggest learning curve would you say in in all that well that first part i think a lot of it transferred over like from knowing how to to speak mm -hmm. with the video, how to kind of script it out, how to shoot it, how to edit it, how to finalize it. Um, I think all of that transferred over really nicely. Um, but I think one of the things that I had to learn, I think Jotform has really leveled up my video skills. Mm -hmm. Like just in the last year. Your videos have definitely gotten Thank you, absolutely. thank you. But I think that that has been 
one of the things that has helped is really trying to every single video trying to do it better and like with the editing or whether it be like the camera footage i think that has been been something that's been major yeah definitely let's talk a little bit about uh the the process from beginning to end of you making a video because again like i was talking about it's a little bit unique your role how there's not a script writer um there's not even a separate video editor you're literally doing everything from from beginning to end so you have to have uh the topic you have to know what you're making a video about you have to research it know what you want to show record it um you know have the vo have the screen capture any graphics, anything like that. And then you have to edit it. And then you have the final product. Um, you want to just take us through a day of you have a video request. Let's say I give you a request a new Jotform apps video. Uh, what does that day look like from beginning to end, uh, from inception to the final product? Yeah. So if it's something new, brand new like that, the majority of my time is pretty much researching, playing around with it. How does this work? What do I want to show or what needs to be shown on the video? Make sure I can replicate what needs to be shown before I shoot the video. Mm -hmm. um, so that pretty much takes up a lot of time. So that way I'm comfortable. Uh, and then, you know, I slide on my green screen, yeah, set yeah. up my camera, my lights, and I just press record, record my screen, record myself. Um, and then after that, we just kind of splice it all together, edit it, and that's pretty much it. So it pretty much takes a day for those types of videos, for sure. Right, right, which is, is still kind of crazy because at the end of the day, they're often between like two and four minutes, sometimes up to five. But there's right. still so much research that just has to go has to go into that. Uh, right, and even, get even the time to shoot because sometimes even though the video is two to three minutes, that video probably started out ten minutes long. Yes, <laughs> I think you've accidentally given me uncut yeah. versions before. Where I was like, hmm, this is a twelve minute I don't video. Think this is the right uh, one. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of editing that goes in. So that way, it is a very short and concise and to the point and really simple to follow and like through the clicks of how to do something on job one. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think um, the the process we normally go through is I will give you sort of a link or some kind of information. It could be based on one support article we do that you have to you know, do a video on. And sometimes those I imagine are easier because the steps are kind of laid out. But like you said, uh, when we give you new products, say we, you know, we have you record videos for our new newsletter products, often the week before the product actually comes out, um, which is a whole other adventure, I believe, because sometimes those products aren't 100%, you know, ready to go. They're still kind of in beta stage. They're making those final tweaks. So you get to see a lot of what's still being, you know, perfected, which I know has been an interesting experience for you as well. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of the, it's fun and it's also frustrating because mm -hmm. when you, you get to find things that aren't working so you you get to be a part of that process to make it better to fix it but then whenever I'm sitting down and maybe I've already gone through it once and it worked and then I'm sitting down and I'm recording and we're live and something doesn't work mm -hmm. so now I have to stop and we have to troubleshoot we have to email back and forth with the, with the support team trying to figure out how to make it better um, but I I think that is more fun 
than frustrating because it's like, ha, I got another one. I found another thing that we can make better. Yes, our product team definitely (laughs) knows you by by name by now. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But but it's good. I think it's actually quite interesting because, you know, when we're writing an article or or doing a blog post and we're going through the steps, you know, there might be some mishaps where you can kind of reload the screen. And at the end of the day, you just need the screenshots that you put in the blog post um, and and write about it. But you can't get away with that because you have to show the entire point is showing the seamless process right. from beginning to end. So if there's a hiccup, you can't just go back and, and redo it. You have to start, you know, pretty much over unless you get fancy with with editing, right. which of course you can. Um, but I think the really cool part about this um, is that I think it's helped our our product a bit at the end of the day, because you are going through and sort of, you know, almost QAing it in a way that some people I don't think are. And you're able to talk to our product team and say, hey, I'm experiencing this and this issue. And of course, prior to to launch, they're always troubleshooting every single thing that they can. Um, And having any perspective of something new that, hey, this isn't going right. I don't really know why. We've seen that a couple times where they're like, oh, okay, this has been a bug. Like, thanks for letting us know. Let's address it. I think at the end of the day, it's actually helped us uh, make a better product, which is really cool. Um, I think very valuable. How many, uh, just go back to where we're talking about, how many takes would you say it normally takes you to get through a whole video out of curiosity? It's normally one take. So the whole thing, the you whole spend thing 10 is or 12 just minutes, one, yeah, just it's one just take. one take. And then normally if something goes <clears throat> wrong or I'll say something wrong, I'll just go back a couple of sentences before and I'll start over. So it's just one complete sentence. Um, but other than that, it's, it's one take. Wow. But again, it's probably like 10 or 12 minutes and I can cut it down. Um, but yeah, it's just, just one take. Yeah. And then, uh, how much, how long does the editing take you usually? <sighs> That depends on how much editing needs to be done. Sometimes, like if I did a really good job, it only take maybe ten minutes. But if I have to cut and splice, it can it can take forty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, ten minutes recording, forty minutes editing, and you know, hours and hours of, of research to to get there. That sounds like a day in the life of a, of a micro influencer. <laughs> Even working for a tech company, some things don't change. Well, that's what happens when you wear all the hats. When you like when you aren't given a script, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a big piece too. Is not having a script. Like what you see is. I'm basically pulling a couple of sentences from the newsletter topic mm-hmm. and kind of working that in and then just going step by step. Yeah. And again, that's one of the, the, the cool parts about your roles that we we don't have to script it for you right. and we can rely on you, you know, having the intro, having the, the positioning, generally the positioning, it, you can kind of get some help from either an article that we're, we're drafting up or right. the support article, but you kind of have to intro it, um, sort of give the value proposition and then go into the actual to tutorial itself and basically free flow the entire thing, uh, which is great for, you know, for the video team, because it means that we, in a good way, get to kind of silo you off and say, hey, we need you to do this. Right. Give us the final video or final three videos by the end of the week for a newsletter. And you're able to do it, which is which is awesome. And like I said, I think it's a really unique um, skill set you that you bring to it. What would you say overall is the, the most challenging part of it for you? None, right? It's so easy. It it really is. It really is the, the best job. And I think like whenever I think like challenging, the only thing that comes to mind is whenever we are going to do this video and I sit down to do it and it worked the first time, but the second time it didn't. I think that's really the most challenging thing. But I mean, it's 
Nothing that can't be fixed. Like, it's right. not that big of a deal. So that's what makes this really amazing. Right. I think, uh, yeah, you, you tend to have a knack for finding bugs. Um, <laughs> but it's good. I'm so glad that I can because like, I don't want someone to come in. And even if it's like doing videos for older support articles or mm -hmm. what have you to where maybe it's a widget that hasn't been touched on in a really long time. And maybe people come in and they try to use that widget like, oh, it doesn't work. I'm not going to try anymore but if it gets fixed more people can use it so i i'm i'm glad to find those like yeah little, yeah no and it, like i said i think it helps our in product sure. at the end of the day um, whether it's a brand new product coming out whether it's one that came out or or some functionality that's implemented a while ago that just needs a facelift um all of these things you know it, it helps make job form better at the end of the day and i think that's the that's the important part and having videos to ev even the pretty simple support guides or pretty simple functionalities having videos to explain that um, makes a world of difference than going through and reading a huge block of static text. Like actually seeing it on screen makes a world of difference, and I think um, that's why you know your your job is so valuable at the end of the day and bringing value to to our users. Right, um, and people learn differently. Mm -hmm. I think more people learn from actually seeing someone do it and seeing where it goes. Um, some people can do it from reading, but I think being able to see, like, click here, go here, I think that makes it. Yeah, more you're talking simple. them through it step mm -hmm. by step, um, and that I, I do agree. I think that's the easiest way to learn because they can literally do it uh, right, yeah, right they along can have, beside you. Have it open. exactly, exactly. Um, so, kind of just holistically, the whole thing. What would you say is the most rewarding part of kind of being brought on to work at a tech company? I think rewarding would be being able to, this might sound, but being paid to do something that I love. I think that is one of the most rewarding things because I went, what, 10 years of shooting and editing videos for my own content and now being seen by someone that I, like a company that I love and being paid for that that has been the most rewarding thing for sure well it's been rewarding for us as well and we're very glad that we were able to uh find you and bring you on board um you still make videos for the fragrance for, for, for your for your channel so that's still um ongoing i think you're you're almost at twelve thousand subscribers or getting there or something yeah. at that point so um anybody i i recommend that you check out uh your channel the fragrance collective yeah. um through Sensi. It's a great channel. And you will definitely keep seeing Kimberly on our YouTube page. Um, probably more often than not, uh, we are so happy that we we're able to find you and bring you on board. Um, anything else we, we didn't cover up to this point? I think we've kind of gotten it all. Yeah, I think we... We ticked all the boxes. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Uh, this was informative and useful for me. I hope it was for all our viewers as well. And we'll see everybody next time.